Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome to Scam Wow. I'm Kayla Brodnick. And I'm Sue Smith. And we love scams. And we love scams. Hi, guys. We love scams. We love you. And we love a mailbag episode. Oh, my God. Ding, ding, ding. Mailbag episode. We're back. You guys, we are here to read your lovely notes and listen to your voicemails and appreciate it and talk about your scams. We need this. And we are joined today by producer Kate. She is here as well. Yes. Welcome, producer Kate. Kate. Uh, Hello. And one thing that she just Googled was, um, <laughs> do vaccines cause autism in dogs? Mm-hmm. Do they, um, Kate? What did you find? No, dogs what did don't you... get autism. <laughs> dogs don't get autism. Number, but... one, number one, dogs don't get autism. And number two, they don't. They're to stop. <laughs> but there are, um, hot there takes, are hot ca- takes. Canine... They don't get autism. <laughs> there are canine anti-vaxxers out there. There are. Yeah. And yeah, guess what? They're in Brooklyn, guys. They're yeah, in they're in my neighborhood. Um, <laughs> I'm going to find where they live and protest outside with a mask. Or like maybe. be friends with them, scam them into thinking that you're friends, and then go in there and tell them that you're whispering autism in all their pets' ears, and that's how they contract it. I'm not saying I would <laughs> vaccinate their dogs, but I'm not saying I won't vaccinate yes. their dogs. <laughs> they're Sneak not in there, whisper autism in their ears, and then <laughs> shove a needle in them. <laughs> I'm going to join a bunch of Facebook groups after this recording. Oh, yeah. Kate did get kicked out of Facebook today. She's being I very active. We're so Our proud of her. so active. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was really hard to get kicked Really? Off. No, it wasn't at all. No, not at all. I just typed men are trash into <laughs> Facebook and I immediately got kicked off. Damn. It happened within 10 minutes. Oh, See, guys, that's because of the that. patriarchy. Mm-hmm. That's because, because of fragile well, egos. The best thing is it's like you violated community guidelines that might offend some people. And I was like, you mean men? (laughs) (laughs) You mean your bros? I was like, just Zuckerberg, just write me personally how you feel about this. And I might respect it more. Did you guys see the white face picture of him yesterday? No. Oh, him surfing. There's a picture of him surfing wearing a ton of sunscreen. (laughs) just like caked on his face. (laughs) It looks so dumb. Um, But what a nerd. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) What a tool shithead who created a website about judging women. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Katie, did you have a scam for us? Guys, I have a scam. Okay, so um, full disclosure, I am in the downstairs basement closet at my parents' house talking into a mic that's actually tucked in into closet. a bookshelf. Like I'm I'm in a closet that has like storage in it. And if you can visualize, there are multiple blankets hung up around this closet. And then inside the closet, I'm speaking into blankets and a mic and also Skyping because that's how we do it and we rule. But I'm – 
like have my reading material here at my parents' house. And of course, while I'm home, we're all reading Reader's Digest because my favorite thing are all of the grocery store magazines that are at my parents' house. Like my grandmother gets Women's Day, Women's World and First. I love them. I love these magazines that say like- She's you keeping lose. them afloat. <laughs> She's She is getting she is getting them through this virus. And my grandmother has all of these subscriptions and they're the things that say like a green tea- ice cream sundae souffle will help you lose 35 pounds. And you're like, that's none of that's true. So I can't what? wait to read this article. Yeah, it, I love it. It's like one step up from like um, the Inquirer, but also women's health mm-hmm. and also women's shaming. And it's, I cannot get enough of it. I take a bubble bath and I read them all the way. So on that tangent, this is a Reader's Digest. But my parents actually are friends with one of the former editors of Reader's Digest, who's actually a brilliant man. And it's not bad. Reader's Digest is not bad, you guys, even though I'm sure none of you read it. Um, So in as I was flipping through while I was on the John, um, one of these articles said, I was scammed by my best friend. And this (gasps) guy was swindled out of nearly $100,000 by somebody he thought was his best friend. So this article also – now, I mean, this – Okay, this is what's so funny about the article, and I'm going to read snippets of it. He was so upset and so pissed off. The police basically said, good luck. We can't help you. Like, he reported all of these things. He hired his own private investigators and was so spiteful and so pissed off that this person did this to him and was so close to him. And he basically created the case and, like, created all the evidence he needed on his own and finally got her in trouble But also, you guys created a website dedicated to this whole experience and like deep, like, like, what not defrauding, like, um, uh, showing all of her aliases and all of her different photos. Like the guy, I think, kind of went crazy. And he, he sounds like a real like Carol Baskin. Yes. He's like a Carol Baskin. Yes. He just kind of went a little nuts. And it's so interesting. Okay. So. First of all, he the thing that got me so excited is that this scammer, he said this con artist had been scamming people for years and she did things like change her hair color, her body type and get plastic surgery. And I was like, I love her. <laughs> I'm going to admit I'm in. <laughs> if you get a nose job, uh, you are dedicated to your craft. I love her. So this woman, he said, um, it's pretty he wrote a very dramatic very dramatic telling of this and it it is very sad what happened to him but his like phrasing is just kind of adorable he wrote she simultaneously destroyed my sense of self and darkened my once joyful outlook <laughs> okay but he also like wrote a blog post okay. and his name is in Huffington Post and like okay you're fine um He said that she scammed dozens of others around the world by impersonating psychics, mortgage brokers, psychologists, lawyers, and travel agents. And the worst is she pretended to be a cancer victim. That's really what I think. Now that's bad. That's some dirty dirty dog stuff. I was kind of on her side. Same, same. Until the cancer. Mm -hmm. Not good. Okay. Um, She uses disguises and plastic surgery for her appearance. He met her in May of 2013 as the name Mayor Smith. And she said she was Irish. And they met each other in their apartment buildings. And it was some sort of like apartment issue when they were mad at some co-op. Who knows? But they started like chatting. And he and his husband fell in love with her. And she was always whining and dining them. And she'd pay for everything. So this is like that this crazy trick she'd pay Mm. for everything um 
meals, alcohol, everything. And she would say, I have a lot of money. Let me pay. So she'd always front the bill, which made them feel very confident Mm. and like very like in her grasp. She then showed them her apartment where she had a copy of the Irish Constitution. She said her great uncle signed the Irish Constitution, which I don't know what date that was, but it could Nerd. be. Nerd. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, she told about how her grandmother and her would like were in the Irish Republican Army and would throw bombs on British soldiers. So she just like had this big, huge big, huge life story that was very compelling to him. He said he came out to her. He tearfully confided in her about his family, about how part of his family had disowned him from being gay. And she said, my family disowned me too. They're trying to get me disinherited as she cried. (laughs) So that's a sociopath. If you're like, I came out, you know, I'm, my parents, you know, my sexuality was questioned and my parents don't love me anymore. And she's like, I know my parents won't give me all my money. Like, that's a weird, <laughs> that's a weird connection. Um, so, she, so she told him that her uncle was the patriarch of the family and that he'd recently died. And her cousins were dividing up the estate worth 50 million euros, which was like 32 million dollars. And she said she was supposed to receive 5 million euros. And she had evidence of text messages and emails that her cousins were trying to prevent her from getting this money. Now, what's so crazy, throughout this whole thing, she uses an uncle as her excuse for everything, which is like, come on, use like a second aunt once Mm. removed. Like, do something. I don't know. But like, her Mm. uncle's the only thing she uses. Not that creative. Okay. So he told her that he was having issues with with her family, and he said like, well, you better be careful. This, the author said to her, you better be careful because one of your family members could call the cops on you if they're mad at you. And then in 2014, she got he got a collect call from the Century Regional Detention Facility, and it was her. And she said, "You're right. I was arrested today. My family set me up to make me to make it look like I stole two hundred thousand dollars from two hundred thousand dollars from my job." And so then he was up in arms, and he was so worried and so upset about her. But all of this was fake. As the months passed, she had all of these emails of lawyers saying that, like, she was innocent. It was all this stuff with all of her family members. Um, I just farted. Did you hear that? (laughs) I I did, actually. (laughs) I am so gassy. I am so gassy. Keep it in. in. Kate, the producer, heard it. It It was a little poop. Mm -hmm. Okay. A little poop. A little poop. Thank God, no poop. Okay. No poop. Okay. So he was trying to help her back and forth. And then she called again and said that the DA was demanding $50,000 to dismiss a case against her. And he said he had a perfect, a great credit score of 840 so she could charge it all on his credit card because he knew that she, at this time he still thought that she was going to pay him back. Um, then he called her, he told her it was just like a slap on the wrist and that she'll be out soon. He, she called him from jail every single day, and he kept saying, I want to come visit you. I want to make sure you're okay. He was, like, very worried about her, and she said, no, no, I don't want you to see me like this. So he went on the website and looked up her name, and it showed that she was actually serving uh-huh. time for a felony of grand theft. So she would, had been stealing from one of her jobs before, and then the way she paid him back for everything else was she was conning other people in her life to, like, steal Peter for Paul or pay Peter to pay Paul or whatever yeah, that yeah, him yeah. is. You know, so... Um, it's very... It's very Anna Delvey. Yes, yes. Yes. So what he found out is that she... So, okay. 
He called this to the police and the police said, well, nice try. We don't have anything on her. So he dug up her high school yearbook and learned that she was born Marion Andell in Maine. She graduated from high school in 1987. She moved to Tennessee and where she, according to estranged family members, was when she started to claim that she had breast cancer. What actually happened is that she had anemia and she would not eat meat and get really, really bad anemia and increase her iron deficiency. So she'd have to go to a hospital. In the hospital, she'd have a nurse take a picture of her so she can then send it to other people and family members and say, I'm in the hospital for cancer treatment. Can you help me pay for my treatments? And get people to wow. pay her for her treatments. Yeah. Damn. That's really wow. That's, fucked up. It's commitment to a bit. I know. It is. And so this guy started like sharing his story and everybody else came through the woodwork. This one woman said she claimed... She had scammed her out of $10,000 by impersonating a psychologist, and she conned a landlord of $12,000. And I'm like, well, landlords, you know, we can't trust them. They deserve it. They deserve it. He said in all she had 32 different aliases and has been charged for fraud and grand theft in Florida and Tennessee. Crazy. I know. Incredible. So she's in jail right now. Um, He's... And he went into bankruptcy himself because of what she had done to him. Now, oh. here's the thing about this guy. He was very upset, very vengeful. He's also yeah. also a high-up TV producer. And oh. he worked on things like Shark Tank and what were the shows? American Ninja Warrior. So his pride was just completely chipped away. And wow. we'll link it in yeah. the show notes. But he has a website with like, I'll show you guys up here, all of the different pictures of her. Oh my gosh! Wow. I mean, this this is an incredible. We rarely do we hear from the victim who is yeah, so yeah. has such a vendetta against the scammer. Like we hear the scammer, we yeah. hear the the sad sob stories, and we feel for them. But this victim just like went after her with a team of private investigators. Damn! And it's all in See, Reader's Digest. At that point, you don't know if justice is worth it because you're going to go broke doing it, you know? Well, he said he, like, went crazy. He can't trust anybody. He said he can't make friends anymore. Like, I think that is a bizarre – it's just so bizarre. Also, if your friend is in – he had only been friends with her for two or three years. That Like, that person has a really good heart. You know she, like, figured that out really quick. You know she's telling him her sob stories and was like, this guy's going to take care of me. She can spot him, probably. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Caitlin. You're welcome. What an epic saga. Thank you. I can't wait to like dive in more to this guy's website tomorrow. Oh, yeah. All right. I have a first email for us. Hi, Caitlin and Sue. Thank you so much for your podcast. I'm a huge fan. Good start. I have two scam news for you. One is I have gotten got this person got got by a physical therapy office that said they took my insurance, but really just looked at my card and pretended to register. No. I later realized they didn't use the info and it wasn't in network after getting the bills. I'm going to muster the courage to call them and express my grievance. And y'all give me the courage. You call them and tell them because that is so bad. You call them. I will tell you that happened to me too. I went to my plastic surgeon um, after my double double preventative, double miss. Anyway, I had to go to my doctor and I went in and I'd been to this hospital for so long and then they switched a new doctor with me and they I said, are you sure you take my insurance? Are you sure? And they said, oh yeah, no problem. I went in, they said they didn't take it after the visit and I, and then they sent me a bill for like $2,000 and I said, <gasps> I am not paying this. 
No, this honey. is ridiculous. So you have every right to Fuck say that. this was a scam in your economy, and I can report you to the Better Business Bureau. And you can, re- honey, you can report everything. Do right. it. Then she says in the email, there's a documentary on Netflix called Sour Grapes, and it's about the expensive mm-hmm. wine market. The best part is that one of the Koch brothers spent about $1 billion on fake historic wine. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Amazing. I know. On a final note, I saw this TED Talk about a man who responded to, to a scam, and I got reminded of your most recent podcast. Um, and we'll link to this oh, cool. TED Talk in the show notes. Love you and love your content and voices, Morgan. Thanks, Thank you, Morgan. Morgan. Okay. Do you want me to read this one? Do you, yeah, go okay. for it. My favorite scam spondents. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that sweet hashtag content <laughs> so I don't lose my mind while locked indoors. But I did have another little scammy tidbit for you if you haven't already heard. Another coronavirus scam. Oh, jeez. Or maybe not quite a scam, but definitely not forthcoming. Basically, restaurants like Chuck E. Cheese and Applebee's have started using pseudonyms on Postmates. Yes, I know about this. And other delivery apps to encourage people to order from them. Then, for example, Chuck E. Cheese is... Pasquilli's Pizza, I guess the name referred to what the mouse was originally named at one time. I I don't know. And Applebee's goes by Neighborhood Wings. I was told about this by a friend a few days ago, but couldn't find the news article until now. Oh, he linked it. Um, Some delivery drivers had said some of the restaurants have even put up new logos in the windows to match their new name. What? If not a scam, it's sort of false advertising. Hope this micro scam is useful or not. Enjoy. Thank you for this blessing of podcast. Bye! Ugh. That was from Nate. That's from Nate. Nate. Nate, oh my God. So this is exactly what's happening. There's this great restaurant on our street. We actually really love this restaurant. And we used to live like two blocks from, no, we used to live a block from it, two house, two doors down. And they are called Ornella's Italian Restaurant. Yeah. And they changed their name. There are like five different Italian restaurant names like Sunday's favorite Italian or Mama's Meatballs and it's all the same address and it's all to him because so at first in his restaurant anytime he got a really bad review on Amazon or something he pasted the wallpaper of the bathroom he taped up the negative reviews as sort of like a funny thing like I'll shit on your shitty review which is like kind of yeah crazy but also like I get it kind of tongue-in-cheek like this is where we go to pee and this is where like the bad reviews go to um but then I guess he did continue to get bad reviews and so people were like overwhelming his um seamless and so he made all these other sip separate accounts and they have bad reviews too. Like it's not, he's not doing well, <laughs> but the food is really idiot. good. Wow. That's what I don't understand. It's like, we love the food. He's so nice. We think the guy's great, but there's gotta be like something, some like, well, he's an Italian from Queens. <laughs> yes, he he's yeah. he's yeah. a natural con artist. I know. He knows yes. what he's doing. So he has so many of those. And so Alan and I are just like constantly on our seamless, like, wait, we just see like mama banana mambo. And we're like, we can't, we don't want her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's mama like banana mambo. Weird, weird names. <laughs> well, there is a storefront down the street for me in Hollywood that is just like there's constantly d- delivery drivers lined outside of it. And it's just a storefront. And then if you go on Grubhub, there's like five restaurants operating out of this one storefront. Yes. None of it has signs or anything like that. It's so shady. So it's like the same kitchen making all this different food. Right. On Postmates. Right. It's so weird. It's weird. And it's so weird because that, I mean, they can do this completely because there's no way to check. You can't go in and look. You can't look in the kitchen. 
Yeah, it's so But the Applebee's of this all is weird because it's like, what do people think that they're like not going to know that it's Applebee's wings or Applebee's food that they're getting? And are they they going as far as to like, okay, Nate, if you want, if you like Applebee's, please buy it for us and let us know. Um, But are like, are the napkins different? Like, do they stamp them with different pictures? Like, is the container? They usually have branding. Yeah, is the Coke or the straw and like the the soda can? This is so scammy. That's so much work. And also, yeah. you guys know about this, the sushi warehouses? No. Okay. What? Sorry. You, do you want to finish, Kate? No, I, I want to hear all about it. Tell uh, us about a sushi so warehouse. It's it's in New York. So you know how like um, all of the grocery stores have sushi mostly yes. in them, yeah. like like quick eat to go and bodegas or whatever. Yeah. And then also you can order on Seamless. There's like sushi restaurants everywhere. Well, it's essentially just warehouses where they package up the sushi. Um, oh, no. You know, and, and all these different kinds of rolls or whatever. And then they ship them out all over the city every single day, which is fine. I mean, mm-hmm. we're a coastal city, so like it makes sense. But also they, they don't really regulate it. So a lot of times the fish you're getting is not the fish. No. Right? Like it says mm-hmm. tuna. You're not getting tuna. You're getting like... Yeah, so it's it's often like actually kind of gross oh, the sushi no. warehouses, but they're not real restaurants on scene. Okay, they're so like, go to the restaurant that you know, and I guess you could double check by checking the address and making sure nothing else comes up under that address. If you see yeah. a lot of sushi at the same address, then <laughs> Jeez, it's love. a warehouse. God, that sucks. I just want to eat my sushi and peach like <laughs> with my peaches. Okay, <laughs> with my peaches. Come on, it's peach season. Come on. All Ugh, right. Thank you for Our that. Our next one. Hi, fam. The the girl who drunkenly ordered a monogrammed bag in the middle of the night and then wanted her money back really got my goat. <laughs> so this is from a couple episodes. Yeah, uh, this is from a, this is a person responding to another person's mailbag. <laughs> we love it. This is a fam. This she is correct to say hi, fam, because hey. we are all scam respondents and we're proud to be together in this club. Thank you. Welcome. So what had mm-hmm. happened was a girl. Uh, ordered something on Poshmark, got the bag, and it was monogrammed, and then the seller wouldn't take it back. Mm-hmm. So she goes... And it wasn't monogrammed yes. with her own initials. It said, like, in the very no. end, like, surprise, monogrammed, like, in the very low side right corner. Right. Yes. The seller should have worked with her, but the policy isn't a scam. It's the policy. The buyer is at the discretion to not make any purchases that they aren't prepared to even look at. If the seller hadn't posted about it being monogrammed and hadn't included adequate photos, it would have been an automatic return. This girl was angry because she read the headline, looked at the top photo, her own words, and Mm. closed on the sale because it was such a great deal. Not doing her due diligence. Oh, so we're blaming the victim. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely nothing about that is scammy. If a okay, poor guys, hourly we're worker, we're all on the same team. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's be friends. We love you. If a poor hourly worker is given, sorry, my cats are fighting. Some, <laughs> <laughs> it's COVID. Anything's happening. Cats no. are fighting. Restaurants are changing the names to Bodega BB Baby. It's like there's a lot happening. <laughs> a lot going on. All right. If a poor hourly worker is given some ungrateful teenager's gift and given the opportunity to sell it, that isn't a scam. They might not care about maintaining great customer service because they just have these bags and they know they're a steal to anyone who isn't a privileged asshole. I.e., oh, why wow. would I want a bag with some other girl's initials on it? They're selling them according to all the rules and they don't care if this becomes someone else's problem. Poshmark is for buying 
and selling. <laughs> my cats don't like this one. Poshmark is for <laughs> buying and selling because often you get an item you don't like, so you turn around and sell it yourself. This girl has that option. She's just a lazy jerk who bought something oh, without reading it oh, no. and properly and feels burned. It is wrong to paint Poshmark sellers as scammers because of that. If I put measurements and sizing of a garment and you buy it and it doesn't fit you, that is your problem. Oh, no. I might give you your money back to get a good review, but that's my decision as a seller. I'm a disability rights advocate, not a boutique owner. But a lot of people depend on these online shops, whether because their mobility is limited or they need the income. Poshmark provides services so people in domestic violence can secretly earn income and it's wrong to paint them as a scam when this person oh. is just an idiot wow uh, well, that's and then wow. She, she really came okay. for our sweet listener okay <clears throat> wow thanks. wow meg meg is really meg B. we get it meg <laughs> you know we all gotta get gotta be angry about something you know meg, you have every right <laughs> yeah. to be angry but also she has every right to be angry about you know small text because small text gets you but i do understand i did not know that poshmark was helping domestic abuse victims and helping women yeah. um people who are disabled like i think that's pretty incredible that's a really nice thing and yeah, that's you, special. You do have to do all your research on Poshmark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I align I align with all of the points that this emailer has mm-hmm. made, except for calling another Scamwell fan a jerk. Yeah. That is unacceptable. No, we're all fam. This is a scam okay, fam. We're all fam. Yeah. Guys, make we make mistakes only when you're drunk other. shopping. Okay. <laughs> we're you're all drunk shopping. Have. Take responsibility. Ownership. But Otherwise, I agree with everything I, else. Yeah, but like I appreciate also the honesty of that first emailer to say she was drunk shopping. I mean, she's not – she was upset, but she, at least she told us she wasn't hiding it. And some people like monogram stuff with a uh, – some people, like my mom, will go to an outlet store and buy something with someone else's initials on it just <laughs> for a good deal. I she should that. sell it to your mom. She yes, should. Your Guys, mom should have this it. Is, we should offer ScamWow service of if you got scammed via Poshmark, only Poshmark because now we know that they help other women, um, then you can sell to Sue's mom. Like we should just do yeah. a direct yes. line and – I'll buy it. I I'll don't buy care it. about. I love Madewell. I don't care about mom- monogramming. I'll buy it from also, you. Like, who gets a monogram anyway? I feel like monograms. No offense, are so bougie. Like who does that? Well, no, my mom has given people monograms as gifts, and it, you feel very fancy. Like if you get yeah, it as a gift, you're so like, oh, I'm rich. Like it feels very right, I right, right. Secretly, really want one. But um, I would say if I did get that crap monogram i would put like a cute patch over it like you could put like a black yeah, lives yeah, matter patch over it. something that really matters a to you button yes a button exactly something a button yeah. meg it's okay we all need something to be angry about and this yeah. is your thing and that's also okay. life's hard right now like feel your feelings but also we support everybody <laughs> we do support everybody well at least the fans yeah right? we support fans. the fans okay that's um, so funny we have okay do you want to read Roberto this is from Roberto Okay hello ladies love the pod Okay I'll go straight to the point This is the story two stories In parentheses on how I Scammed I cracked the code (gasps) And how I got a mattress Yes a sleeping mattress (laughs) As opposed to an eating As opposed to an eating mattress I was thinking like a dog mattress or like a crib mattress Like I love this It is a sleeping mattress for free Part one (laughs) 
<laughs> I won't say this place's name, uh, but this small online retailer, you might have heard of her, probably shopped her, you know, get stuff in two days. Uh, okay. Uh, we're talking about something that rhymes with Glamazon, I assume. Yeah. Okay. I made a purchase for a can of water-resistant spray and metallic paint. When I received the items, I wanted to exchange the spray for dirt and for a dirt and water-resistant one. I go to my orders and start a return. To my surprise, I was told that I didn't have to return the item and the money would be refunded. Mm. Probably because of the spray can. I don't know. I was confused but happy. Months later, I probably ordered a setting powder, foundation, and some eye brushes. Love. Again, I wanted to return an item just because it didn't fit my needs. Again, I was told to keep the item and the money would be refunded. At this point, I went back to my recent orders, and I kid you not, I was able to do this for three hours. Go to your recent orders and try this. You select that you want to return the item. It will then ask you for a reason. I just put inaccurate website description. <laughs> like maybe there's a yes, monogram on it. <laughs> and then wait for the return option. Wow. It will ask you either to drop off at a hub, winky face, <laughs> or postal service or UPS drop off. However, for these items, this process doesn't show up. It simply says no need to return. I don't know why, but it works on some items. If you don't see this option and don't want to return, just simply cancel return. I noticed this about eight months ago. I now go back to my orders about every <gasps> month and try this process. <gasps> Again, it works on some items, not all. It mostly works on cheaper stuff like a lipstick, BB cream, primer, moisturizer. Okay, we know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your face looks good. You're, okay, you're a makeup you look gorgeous. Yes. Yes. Honestly, okay. put your website at the bottom because I need to know how to do my BB cream. I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if people are aware of this, but it's a mini scam to me. And honestly, they probably don't care about $3 lipstick I got for free. I was able to get a picture of the note they sent. <gasps> I think this is a, a good scam because this is a bad company. company. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down for scamming big corporate mm-hmm. companies. Yeah. I agree. It, it must be something like items under $10 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah, I wonder if it's from a third party, they probably like have the option. You know, it's loss prevention. It's like in stores when you get shoplifted and stuff. I, also, I used to steal chapstick for, and tampons from Walgreens all the time because, because fuck capitalism <laughs> and tampons are too expensive and I'm a woman. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. All right. Part two. Okay, now for the mattress story. I ordered a mattress from the same website. Whoa. I was excited. I had just moved places. Two days later, I get a notification that the mattress was delivered. I get home after work and see nothing. Oh. I go back to my orders and see it was still delivered. I contacted them and they simply say, wait three days to make sure it gets delivered. I wait four days and still nothing. I contacted them again and they recognize that it's been more than three days. So they offer to replace or refund. Parentheses. I don't know if it was because I was affirmative or maybe bec- or maybe they wanted to please me. They didn't ask for anything or proof. I truly need this mattress at this point. It's been a week without one. So I asked for a free replacement. Okay. Plot twist. <laughs> the next day I get a knock on the door and I see this woman. She claims to be a neighbor down the street. And guess what she has in her hands? My mattress. What? Yes. 
She was carrying the big box with her and says, oh, I'm sorry. I was looking for my order and I thought this was mine. First of all, it doesn't even say your name, Karen. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, according to her, they always miss her address and deliver it to me. I say thank you and immediately I swear I run for the phone and start the cancellation process for the mattress I was getting resent. I was on the phone with them and they had to put UPS on the line because the mattress was in transit already. In the end, I was able to cancel the mattress. I remember saying I'd found a cheaper one and I wanted that instead and was given a refund all while laying on my <laughs> free mattress. Wow. Bye girls. Robert. Stay safe. Robert. <laughs> Oh, wow. wow. I think that if he Riveting. had done this to a small retailer, I'd been like, bro, you're shady. But since but he did it to Amazon, that's a different fine. story. I think he had good intent. He originally was just trying to return things he didn't want. And then they opened up this loophole for him. Also, sometimes if they don't, they didn't respond fast enough to his first thing. I mean, so he, it's didn't, like, he had no choice. He had no choice. He, had, yes. he waited four yes. days. And if he's a scammer, is his neighbor complicit? Like, let's not start this throwing This neighbor stones, seems like know? she goes through everyone's mm-hmm. mail. I was like, don't need a mattress today. Yes. <laughs> 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 I'll take his lipstick, but no mattress. Right. Uh, yep. Welcome to the club. We love to have you here, Robert. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This next one, um, she has a, it's our only voicemail, and then she wrote an email to accompany it. So let's play the voicemail. I got it. Hi, this is for ScamWow. This is so weird to be leaving a voicemail. Um, I have been thinking about, there's two things I want them to cover at some point. Um, The first is more recent. Um, There was an article about Sean King and how he is sort of like this scamming figure within like the larger like Black Lives Matter movement that I think would be really relevant for the show at some point um, and I can send that article um, and then the other thing I would really love to see covered um, is I work as a doula and over the years there's been this um, this one particular organization that um uh, has kind of ro- risen to prominence called Pro Doula. Um, and they're very, um, like, profit-oriented. They're really aggressive in, like, their techniques around, like, you want, like, every single person to pay, like, $1,200 for your support. Like, anybody who, like, won't pay you less, like, isn't valu- valuing you. Like, all of this stuff... Um, And they also, one of the things that's sort of, like, big in their whole world is that they have this Facebook page called The Business of Being a Doula. Um, And I was on it for a little while before I was, like, this is just so, like, there was just so much about that felt, like, so atrocious. I think, like, the point that I finally got off of there was when somebody made a post saying, like, I started working with a mom 
who was due in the state, and then she ended up having a, um, like, an early, or not an early term pregnancy loss. She basically lost her baby, like, at, like, week 20 or week 22, um, and I already got a contract from her, and I'm waiting on, like, the rest of, you know, she she paid me a deposit. I'm waiting on my balance from her. Do I still get the balance that's owed from her? Or, you know, do I, like, give her back her money? And, like, the people who started ProDula were just commenting on it being, like, you signed a contract with her. She owes you money. Um, and I just thought that was, like, totally nuts and so not cool. Um, and it's part of why I am not really working as much as a doula as I was in my early 20s um, is because I sort of noticed that, like, kind of mentality taken hold and especially a lot of, like, the white doula communities I'm a part of. Um, so this is, like, a lot of, like, upper middle class white women who, like, want to make a lot of money doing this um, and aren't really as connected in with the sort of, like, first justice aspect. Um, so I have some, there's, like, at least one article out there that I could send you that I think BuzzFeed did a couple years ago about Cordula. Um, if you want to talk about it more. Um, and then she got, then she got she cut, got off, cut yeah. off, but then she sent yeah. us an email and she sent us, um, the article about Sean King, the BuzzFeed article about pro doula, um, and, uh, an, uh, an article about some doula drama in Massachusetts as well. Who knew the doulas were so corrupt? That's crazy. Yeah. Thank well, you, Hannah. It's so interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Hannah. I'm so sorry that's happening. It's, that's it's yucky. so upsetting. I mean, that it is yucky. Well, it's weird. So when I was, we wanted a, we wanted a doula, but we wanted more of like a birthing coach assistant so that like while everything was happening, somebody was in the room and we felt just like calm and comforted and like basically like a personal assistant, you know, baby mama lady to just like follow me around and help me. Um, we didn't end up using her during the delivery at all. But I remember in the beginning, they were pricing it out. And the price was really stressful for a new mom who doesn't know what to expect. And like, people were saying, well, you can get this person for like $400, but she hasn't done many births. So she's new. So she's charging less, which is like kind of uncomfortable. And she was like, or you get this person who does who does it all the time. And she's done like three, you know, not 300, but like 30 births. And so she is, you know, $1,200. And Yikes. it's so overwhelming because it's the first decision, the first time your child is entering yeah. the world. And you're like, what do... Yeah, it's really, really stressful. And it also sounds like they don't really respect their clients that much if they're sort of just trying to con no. everyone out of this Ugh, money. Do the drama. Um, but thank you for bringing that to our attention. And we will link all of this below if any of you guys are curious mm -hmm. about this. And, and if anybody, obviously on this episode you hear, we talk back and forth. So if anybody has any questions <laughs> for Hannah, maybe you can ask them and send them to us. And Hannah, if you want, we can mm -hmm. forward them to you. For sure. All right. This email is from Pugs. I've been really concerned that the fact that the founders of Trans Lifeline embezzled $350,000 in 2017 hasn't gotten more coverage. It's listed on Trans Lifeline's financial forms here. And then he linked to it. Wow. He's like, I'm worried that if the trans community doesn't give this more attention, somewhere like Breitbart or Red State might pick it up and run with it. I don't really want that to happen. Would you be interested in covering this? So then he sent a court document um, saying about this so trans lifeline i believe is a service for trans youth um yeah is a trans-led organization that connects trans people to the community support and resources they need to 
survive and thrive. Great. Sounds like a great organization. Great. Apparently, the founders embezzled $350,000 from it, and nobody's talking about it. Ooh, that's so shady. That's so hard because you, you don't want... Also, yeah, I understand the anxiety because you don't want a very conservative group covering this and being like, yeah, you can't trust trans people. Like, you don't want that. But also, you don't want trans people getting scammed and it should be more public. Yeah, it's so easy to steal and scam from a a charity. There's another resource called the Trevor Project, which is similar. Um, Oh, it's great. Trevor Project is great. And I've never heard anything bad about them. So use that. This is from Erin. Hi, ladies. I'm several episodes behind, so forgive me if you already know this. The FTC sent warning letters to several MLMs, including Rodan and Fields, regarding the the claims their reps were making about earnings and or health benefits. We also got some choice quotes like (laughs) coronavirus heebie-jeebies and coronavirus superhero. Oh, enjoy. Okay, she just sent a press release about this. Oh, then she also says, also, Caitlin, I would recommend a few mysteries. Agatha Christie is an absolute queen. Her scammiest books are Murder of the Roger Aykroyd, Curtain, and After the Funeral. She also, like, disappeared for a week and then just reappeared like nothing ever happened. What an icon. Yes. Okay, I have started to read Agatha Christie. I'm right now reading Body in the Library. (laughs) Aaron, thank you so much. Uh, sorry, this was a lot, but I got really excited. Love you both. Bye. Not a lot. Aaron, Don't apologize lot. for this taking up space. Amazing, Aaron. We're obsessed with you. Yeah, it's just a. It's just the FTC like issuing a complaint from a couple social media posts, and the one that she's talking about is a post says someone posted got the coronavirus heebie-jeebies booster <gasps> immunity. Oh, this amazing deal. Is it oil essential yeah. oil? Ew. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, the lists of the. Dutera is one of the... Oh, the health claim was from Zervita, Inc. I don't know what that is. Oh, the other... It might have been from Dutera, mm-hmm. Prove It, Total Life Changes, uh, Modere, and Airborne oh. International. You guys, I have gotten this phone call from a friend that I haven't talked to in so long, and I know, like, years ago she was depressed, and I don't know why, and she's, like, on this, like, mommy face group I'm on, and... Uh, she, but I don't think she has kids. I think she's on it to nanny. I'm not sure. But she's called me a couple times and I feel guilty. I haven't had a chance to call her back. And now I'm seeing she's selling oils <gasps> online. No. And every, yes. And all of her uh, online posts are like, guys. To mom? Yes. And so she's mm. on a mom Facebook group. Not, I, I don't think she's with child. I'm not sure. She doesn't appear in any way or has never said anything. And it's been some time. And God, I hope nothing has happened to her. Like, I hope nothing is – there's a reason why she joined and then is, you know, not – you know, doesn't have any children. But I think it's, like, really scammy. And it's also one of those people that, like, all of a sudden is starting to take these Instagram lives. And it's like, guys, if you just, like, want what I have, I have to be honest. Like, put this oil on your face. And it's like, that's – You want to be amazing? Yeah, stop. I don't want any of this. Like, I'm not – stop. Oof, I hate that. I mean, I love essential oils for um, I use for them just time. because I like smelling mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. or for bath time or I use yeah. them to cast spells because I'm a witch, <laughs> yes. but I don't use them to treat oh. medical conditions. Yeah. There's amoxicillin. Because that's mm. not what they're, they're for. For smelling good anyway. and that's it. 
And for witches. Basically. <laughs> and even that they don't work for a lot of the time. So it's Guys, fine. Which is I've fine. Been so smelly during Corona, full disclosure. I've like never smelled worse worse in my life. I, I don't know why I'm, I'm so very smelly. Sweaty. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm sweating all the time. Amazing. <laughs> Kate, <laughs> please tell you? something what terrible about, you? about yourself. For it. <laughs> I'm Oh, well, I stopped shaving my vagina, and wow. so that whole yeah. situation tends to yeah. also Fabulous. be and sweaty. Fabulous. <laughs> We're taking back. We're taking it yeah. all back. Oh Thank, my you. God. Thank you. Thank you. Put in some oils <laughs> on that. We're taking back a night. <laughs> yes, just put oils on I just, yeah, I put essential oils on it and I get a UTI. It's great. It's a party. It keeps you busy. We, we don't we have jobs. something to do. do stuff. Oh, I'm so bored. I need a UTI oh my for entertainment. Yes, it's fun. Just a if casual we're being UTI. Honest. What am I going to say? <laughs> See UTI. What am I going to say on Zoom calls when people are like, what's going nothing. on? Because literally nothing My bad dishes. What else? <laughs> yes. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you, you guys, can go. do you want me to read yeah. the section? You got it. Go. I love it. Okay. All right. This one is from Meredith. Uh, and I really want to say <laughs> I enjoy how she starts it with hi, hi. period. <laughs> hi. Let's just get down to fucking business, Meredith. <laughs> Let's, Meredith we love Meredith you. Meredith is in the We love you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was just contacted on Instagram by possibly the worst human being Meredith, tell us all about it. Meredith? (laughs) (laughs) A woman sent me two voice messages. Yes, voice messages on Instagram to say that she is a cancer survivor and is, uh, parentheses in my words, soliciting other survivors to sell holistic health (sighs) shit for a pyramid Mm -mm. scheme. What in the actual fuck? Those are her words, not mine. I had leukemia five years ago and posted a photo of me during so my treatment, bald and looking fine as hell, as the, on the anniversary of my bone marrow transplant in February, wow. with a few cancer survivor-related tags. So I'm sure that's how she found me. If this is hella dangerous, if her company actually convinces cancer patients that natural yeah. remedies can cure them, chemo and radiation suck, and we do need to support research into better treatments. But mm-hmm. it's not going to be an herbal supplement from some lady on yes. Instagram. Yes, preach. Oh boy. Yes. What makes this worse is that she spoke in an affected baby voice the whole <laughs> time, which is fucking disrespectful. <laughs> Who wants treatment from a baby? Babies don't know nothing. <laughs> they are no. idiots. Talk to my kid. He doesn't know anything about cancer. Thank God. Uh, um. Anywho, cancer survivors, look out for this bullshit. Yes. Anyone under 61 and healthy should attend a drive or order a kit from Be The Match, the bone marrow donor registry. My donor came from a different continent and I'll never be able to wow. find a better match than him. They especially need people of color and mixed race people oh. to donate as they're usually harder to find mm. a match for and race plays a big role in finding a donor. If you want to hear the audio, I can send it to you. It's the worst slash greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh, no. Meredith. Oh, my God. Meredith. That is horrible. You know, we there's nothing we hate more than a cancer scammer. That's so bad. Cancer scammer is so bad. No, so horrible. I can already tell that you're a bad bitch. And yeah, and I'm congrats sure you look for fine crushing hell, cancer. And that's why she was Instagramming mm-hmm. you because yes. you look great. Yes. Okay. She was also like, I want a hot, cute influencer like you, and you look yes. so good. I want you to sell my weird 
stuff I made in my basement. It's like bone marrow. Ugh. So it is a compliment. <laughs> Meredith is like bone, basement bone marrow. Meredith is like bone marrow donor, but like make it sexy. That's Meredith. Make, yeah. Yes. Make it fashion. It very yes. sexy. But make it fashion. Like you're beautiful. Ugh, we love you. Thank you for contacting us and we're yes. here for you. Don't use mm-hmm. essential oils. They suck. All right. Unless it's for spells. Um, <laughs> unless it's for spells. <laughs> the Moving on to our Instagram messages. This is just yeah. a congratulatory one that I'm going to read for HaHa's. Um, <laughs> from Kevin. Hey, ladies. Love the podcast and have been binging my way through it over the past two weeks. I just finished the 2019 holiday episode where you shared the amazing story of scamming a free Christmas tree for yourself. <laughs> That's you, Katie. <gasps> that was me. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of you and your sobriety and think that that was an amazing coincidence with the dates i just ended the episode and heard your final words 2020 is going to be such a better year oof if we had only known right anyways love the podcast and hope you're doing well thanks kevin (gasps) kevin that's Uh, so funny yes we did think 2020 was going to be better and instead we're all isolated but honestly do you think it can get worse I mean, I'm not daring fate or anything, but <laughs> 2020, like 2021 can't be worse than this. It can't be worse. Are we looking forward to next year? Because remember where that got us. <laughs> the only way 2020, 2021 could be worse is if like all of a sudden a time warp happens and then we're suddenly all of us, all of ourselves, but we're in medieval times and we don't have medical <laughs> devices or yeah toilets no vaccine no vaccines we we only have to use shields and swords and then i think like that would be the worst if all of a sudden okay i lost that all i was i was not into it until you said shields and (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i mean yes you're you will still be a witch kate so it will still be relevant and like you will still be fine oh i'll be dead no they'll yeah but you'll still be able to like do some (laughs) cool shit none of you have a good enough spell they won't good idea yeah, that's now true. Kill them first. Yeah, okay. Practice your spells yeah. for 2021. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's our advice, guys. We will 2021 be better? Who knows? But honestly, practice your practice skills. Practice your spells. Your spells. Your spells. Practice your spells. Your sword and your shield. <laughs> practice it all. You never know. Don't get it on Poshmark because you never know where that shield's monogrammed. Oh, God. There's so many intricate details oh, in a shield. You can't. <laughs> it's going to have the wrong coat of arms. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Oh, this is a sad one. Okay. Okay. One of our Instagram um, friends said, did you know in the early 20th century, the KKK operated like a pyramid scheme slash MLM? Part of moving up the ranks involved recurring, recruiting members and receiving a portion of their dues. <sighs> this encouraged people to join even if they didn't fully believe the ideals. A quick Google search will bring up some of the articles on this. Keep up the good work. Ugh. And... I did respond, holy shit, that's so disgusting. Thank you for letting us know. And she said, yes, I think other fraternal orders had similar structures back in the day, but that is disgusting. I don't think that's how it is now, but I ain't joining to find out. (laughs) Wait, yes, stay away. That's horrible. But I didn't know that. And you know what? It it does make sense. It does make sense. That's awful. Because it's so creepy. Um, That's so creepy. She also said... But if you think about it, a lot of MLMs are like... um, you know, have like, you know, messages, like inspirational things. So it would make sense that they would be based on not products, but ideology rather than products. Well, Um, and they go hand in hand. It's like they have to, if they're selling you weird leggings, it has to be because 
it's going to change your life. Otherwise, yeah. you can get your weird leggings on Amazon. Okay, so this next one is from Kayla. Um, I think her Instagram's public, so I'm going to, because she has a great cooking Instagram. It's Kayla. So this is Kayla underscore and the kitchen. If you want to look at her recipes, they're cool. We love her food. She says, so I know this is a major reach, but if you're looking for a new scam spawned, I'd love to come on and talk about Audrey Gelman and the wing, or at least hear you guys talk about it. I said, oh, that's a good idea. What's your take on it? And she said that if you are young, smart, beautiful, people will buy what you're selling. The Wing as a women's workspace isn't a scam, but the ideals it sold were. And Audrey Gelman has shown that she is not what she claimed to be. And TBH, even The Wing as a women's space is somewhat scammy because they clearly only gear it towards white women, wealthy white women. And um, she said, it's really a hot mess. And as for a young Jewish woman, and as a young Jewish woman, I was really rooting for Audrey, but I think she's a fraud. Oh, no. Um, Does anybody, Kate, you were a member of the wing, you said. Did you feel that way? I was a member of the wing. Uh, Well, caveat, I'm a white woman. I wouldn't classify myself as a wealthy white woman, but, you know, Mm -hmm. who knows? It's perspective. Um, It was really, it was kind of expensive, uh, it was fine. I was haven't fine. brought this. I it felt like a sorority, and I think sororities are. A scam, I haven't brought so. this up to cover because I feel so conflicted about it. So basically, like what is going on is the workers were saying they weren't treated well by the members, and the members mm-hmm. felt like superior to them. Um, and yes, that sounds true. And that makes sense. That sort of thing. On my experience, that sounds but true. But then I was kind of like, as I was reading, I don't know if this is bad to say, but as I was reading the workers' stories, I was like. Yeah, that's what it's like to be a fucking waitress. Like, people treat you like shit. Yes. You know, like, sure. what do you expect is going to happen? You're going to have to bust a table. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they also... It's complicated. Yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a scam because they provided a service that you paid for. And that seems to be, like, the baseline for scam. But did it feel uh, gross and clicky and, and exclusive yuppie. and basically, yeah. basically like high school like blonde girls rule the world shit. Yes, yeah. it felt like yeah. that. Mm. Um, but also, Kate, you were blonde, so I hope you ruled that shit. I was blonde there. at the time, so I blended right Kate the was a platinum in. at the time, and she really crushed but, uh, it. Thank a you. Boss blonde. Thank you. I did that in my sorority as well. I was a sleeper cell. I was in there um, trying to change their you minds. You were in a did sorority? No. Kate. Yes, I was in a sorority in the South. Oh! Kate. Yes, I'm an Alpha Chi Omega. I'll tell you all their secrets. I don't care. Oh my god! They did I tell you women. I? Did... They were garbage women. Yes, I did rush to try and see the interiors of all the sororities because I really want to see what their home design looked like. <laughs> <laughs> and then I quit when they told me who I was going to be with. I was actually full circle. I was forced to buy a monogrammed Vera Bradley bag Ew. as part of like one of our rush events. Yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. That did not survive in my oh life. My <laughs> I, I didn't sell it on Poshmark, That's though. so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. We want to hear more about this sorority scam, Kate. We're another, gonna... another episode. Yeah, yeah we're going to do it. All right. Okay. Um, this is from Liv. Uh, she said, did you guys hear about the puppy shipping scam? When I was 20 years old, I tried to buy a puppy out of our local newspaper, Red Flag Number 1. They ended up not being local and wanted to ship me the puppy. Red Flag Number 2, they wanted Western Union. Now, I should have listened to my gut, but the puppy prices 
were too good to be true. I went for it. I sent the money and they said they were shipping the puppy and I needed to pick it up the next day. But I got an email from them saying the puppy got held up at customs and they needed $200 more to release the puppy. They gave me a huge sob story about how the puppy would die if I didn't send the money. (gasps) Luckily, this is when I caught on and started calling them scammers and they stopped answering me back. Oh, that is so heartbreaking. This is so heartbreaking. Anything involving a puppy... That's like it's the ch- worst. That's like charity. It's on par with cancer scams. Like, and also, I don't think you can ship animals, right? I don't know. You, you can, can, and it happens all the time. Yes, I, we should do a whole episode about dog rescue scams. Really? Um, because I just, I just got a puppy, so I just went through that whole process. Yes. And uh, yeah, yeah, you can ship them anywhere. There's three states in the U.S. where it's illegal to ship dogs because it's such a huge problem. Oh my god. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. How? And don't- mm-hmm. What happened? We'll have to, we have okay, to do we'll a whole episode about it. I'm telling okay. you, it's so like, thank you for so this. Much. This, is, this is opening a whole can of puppy worms. Tea. Puppy <laughs> worms. Puppy <laughs> worms. <laughs> puppy worms. My puppy did come with worms. He's fine. Now. Oh, my Every cat, puppy my cat comes had worms. worms. Oh, mine mine yeah, came too. Have it's yeah. fine. They all it's got fine. them. Okay. All right. This next one is so sweet. I had this to. It meant a lot to us. It meant a lot to us. I had to include it. Um, and this is anonymous. She said, this is really random, but I wanted you both to know this. I'm going through a rough time right now, caring for a preemie in a pandemic, struggling with Mm. breastfeeding and postpartum anxiety, living with my in-laws to get help with the baby while my husband and I work, which has actually resulted in more stress for me, not less. And now my dad had a stroke and is in the hospital. I also have a super demanding job with clients and coworkers up my ass and coworkers up my ass to finish things I keep dropping the ball on. Also, I haven't slept through the night since February, not once. Anyway, I finally broke down and cried and wanted to just confide in someone or call someone, but I didn't want to burden my brother or mom who are both caring for my dad, so I don't have the emotional and I don't have the emotional bandwidth to talk to a friend and ask how they're doing. So I put mm-hmm. on your podcast. I don't even care what you're talking about, but the sound of your voices made me smile and calm down. Aww. Thank you. She said, even just the goofy song and the high just made me put me at ease and made me smile. Thanks for this little escape. That is so amazing. So sweet. So sweet. It meant so much to us because we are also going through it. Yeah. Like, and as we've said here, like I... I'm happy to share. I had postpartum depression. Like, it is so overwhelming. I had postpartum anxiety. Like, it just feels so isolating. You just feel, anyway, going through these things of being a new mom, you feel completely isolated. And then you're in COVID and your family is already isolated. Going- yeah. Yeah. It's, you're incredible. And we, this means a lot to us. And we always say that we love your calls and we love your messages because we really, we do this for you guys and we really love you. You're crying. Are you crying? Are you crying? A little bit. I choked up a little bit just because I don't know. It's great. She's she's going through it and everything's stacked against her and she still has has time to write. We love it. She still has time to write you a message. I know. That's huge. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. We're making a different. We're changing lives, people. I hope so. Yeah. One scam at a time. Something. <laughs> One scam at a time. So, guys, return those fake makeups. <laughs> return your makeup. Get those three dollars <laughs> back, like Robert said. Look at your Poshmark descriptions. Uh, read um, your Poshmark descriptions thoroughly, because somebody's going to come for you if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Meg is going to come for you. Something to say. Um, ignore everyone on Instagram that contacts you. Anything about cancer? You cancer survivors are the fucking 
best. Oh. You're the queens. You're mm-hmm. incredible. And all you caregivers, too, are incredible. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And don't and ship also, a puppy. Fuck, <sighs> yeah, fuck puppy scams. Fuck puppies. Yeah, fuck puppies scams. But not fuck puppies because they're beautiful. Not Don't fuck puppies. No, puppies are lovely. Yeah. We want to say thank you so much, Kate, for jumping in on this mailbag. It's so fun. I loved it. I loved it. Because you are a part of every single episode, and you guys need to hear more from her. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. If you guys have more scams, you can always email us at scamwellpodcast at gmail.com. And you can always call us because you know I love a phone call at 347-509-9414. And if you go to scamwildpodcast.com, you can subscribe to our Patreon, which we have a juicy episode coming out soon. Guys, our Patreons, we tell you so much TMI. We just want to tell you it all. And it's literally a dollar a month, and we will tell you all of our secrets. Yeah. Also, T-shirts. The T-shirts are awesome. Oh, our T-shirts are fun. We do have good Uh, merch. I I wear the Scamwild Podcast T-shirt all the time. Yay, Daddy Fox. My favorite. Yay. It's my favorite. All right, you guys are awesome. Love you you guys so much. much. Hang in there. We're here for you, and you can always message us because we will always respond. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.